You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro, and I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. I thank you for joining me this beautiful Monday morning. We've had a great conversation already this morning in our first hour. RealPresenceRadio.com is where you can find the podcast and uh, listen to them again because you know you want to. We talked about the House of Mary Shrine. We talked about the Ascension with Father Chuck Simple. He's one of our most beloved priests in our Diocese of Sioux Falls. So you'll want to check them out on RealPresenceRadio.com later today. And we're just cruising right along. We've got a lot of... Other guests lined up for today, including Honor Our Fathers, which includes who gets the donuts next, which is so important for our listeners to know which priest gets our donuts. If you wanted to nominate a priest, you can sure do that. You can just call 877-795-0122 and you can nominate a priest, or you can just send a uh, message online. We have a place where you can do that, so... Don't forget to nominate your priest. And it's funny because I've delivered these donuts to priests and they get so excited. And I think it's just sometimes they don't always get a specific thank you like that. And so it's really fun for me to deliver them because they get so happy and they're so excited and they're surprised. It's always a surprise. And the whole staff gets together. And so it's really quite fun. So nominate your priest. You can... You can nominate them, and we will draw out of a hat and randomly choose them when it's their turn. So, Julie is on the line with us now from North Dakota. Good morning, Julie. Good morning. Pronounce your last name for me. It's Vandrevec. Just Vandrevec. like it's spelled. All right. <laughs> I, was, I was making it way harder than it needed to be. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, guys, for having me on. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself first. Yeah, so I am uh, I'm Julie Vandrevec. I am one of the counselors here uh, with Catholic Charities North Dakota. Um, I am located in our Fargo office. Uh, it's myself and another counselor here. Um, we also have two counselors that are out in Bismarck, uh, one in Minot and one up in Langdon, which is in the northern part of the state. Um, I'm relatively new here at Catholic Charities. I just started in January, um, but I have been a counselor uh, in some way, shape, or form uh, practicing in different locations uh, for it'll be eight years this summer. Wow. So, so what was it about Catholic Charities that drew you in? Um, I really liked the, uh, the culture, the environment. Um, I was just ready for a change. I wasn't happy in my previous location, um, and it just seemed like a great place to work. I liked that it was a, a small office. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just seemed good. Beautiful. <laughs> Very nice. So what is your role then at Catholic Charities? Yep. So I am uh, one of the counselors here. So I work in our counseling department, um, and we provide individual uh, couples counseling, family counseling um, for a wide variety of topics, um, you know, things like anxiety and depression, um, relationship concerns, uh, parenting issues, you know, kind of we, we see the whole gamut of, mm-hmm. of things that people are just needing some help with. Absolutely. So... I know um, from personal experience, sometimes when you go to a counselor, you never quite know what you're going to get. 
That's true. You <laughs> might, you might, you might get someone, and and I'm thinking of my daughter. Um, you might send your child or uh, yourself. And how do you know? Because sometimes new age tendencies can come into counseling. And so how can we be sure that they're legit and good? Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, obviously making sure that they are, you know, licensed uh, by a state board. Um, that means that, you know, they've gone through the, the proper schooling, have taken the proper examinations. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always a, a, a good start. Um, you, you know, and, and really I think it comes down to a gut feeling. Um, mm. You know, trust your instinct. If something is telling you that, you know what, this just isn't a good fit, um, you know, maybe they have an approach that they're using that you're not uh, comfortable with, you're not familiar with. Um, you know, one thing I definitely encourage is if you're getting some of those uh, those feelings um, or just some of that hesitation, talk mm-hmm. to your counselor about it. It could be something as simple as, you know, maybe we just need to try a different approach. Um, you know, maybe we just need to get to know each other a little bit better, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. um, but always know, uh, you know, that if it if you truly are uncomfortable or just really not um you know, kind of meshing or or jiving with uh, what your counselor is doing. Um, Our main concern is that our clients are just getting the help that they need. Um, So if it means that we need to refer you to somebody else, that's something that we do too. As long as you are getting, you know, we want you to be comfortable, right? Coming uh, coming to therapy isn't going to be effective if I'm not feeling comfortable, uh, if I don't feel like I can trust the person that I'm, I'm talking to. Right. Well, and I think that's really important. I'm glad you I'm glad you spoke about that because I think a lot of people think once they've committed to a counselor, that's it. And if you like them, you like them. And if you don't, you don't. You yeah. Yep. And so that's really important to point out that it's common for people to be like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yep. I mean, it, um, you know, and, and hopefully if uh, the therapist that you're working, uh, working with, you know, is um, ethical and, you know, kind of uh, a good therapist in that regard, mm-hmm. um, they'll understand and definitely yeah. not take it personally that, you know what, some people just aren't a good fit for each other and that's okay. Yep, that's okay. So I'm excited uh, to talk about um, the topic we're actually going to talk about today with you. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even gotten there. That's all right. <laughs> but uh, Catholic Charities offers telehealth. Explain mm-hmm. what that is. Yeah, so telehealth is um, basically it's a way of providing uh, kind of, quote, face-to-face services um, with people who aren't being, uh, who aren't able to meet in person in our offices. Um, and this can be for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, a big reason uh, as of late is just because of COVID-19 in the pandemic, um, we had to switch to the telehealth session so that we could keep uh, providing services to mm-hmm. our clients. Um, it's also a really great benefit uh, for those maybe that don't have access to some of those services, um, thinking, you know, those who might be in more rural communities um, right. or people that, you know, in parts of their state may be underserved for mental health services. Um, it, you know, so... Yeah, it's just a, a great benefit um, to be able to continue to provide uh, quality care. Um, you know, like I said, a lot of it mm-hmm. had to do with the pandemic um, and just having to social distance. Um, we could keep working with our clients and keep building on that progress rather than just having to stop. Yeah, and how has that been for you as a counselor, having someone, you know, in your office looking face-to-face with them versus 
online? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, for, for myself, you know, obviously face-to-face is the preferred method, mm-hmm. um, you know, because there's there's nuances that people have, you know, and when you're with someone, um, you can pick up on things like body language, uh, voice tone, um, you know, and be able to discuss that uh, with your clients um, over the internet or over a video, that's a little bit different. Um, you know, we, we don't, um, have the ability to pick up on those things um, as easily. Um, mm-hmm. That you know, and I, I think it was a learning curve for everybody, kind of getting used to yeah. uh, getting used to doing these sessions. Um, but you know, for for doing them now, it's actually um, really not that bad. I I don't I really don't mind doing it, um, you know. Obviously, again, preferred preference is is in the office, um, but if this is the only option that someone has to receive services, right. uh, we definitely want them to utilize uh, that technology. Right. It's better to have help than nothing at all. Exactly. Yeah, and sometimes it's just talking through problems that is all you need to do is mm-hmm. just have someone to talk to. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Julie Vanderveck. Um, she is a counselor at Catholic Charities, and we're talking about telehealth, which is something that has been born out of uh, the pandemic, and a lot of places are doing now. And so we're just kind of talking about the nuances of how telehealth um, helps people. So how does it literally work? Yeah. Um, so, you know, how we do it here at Catholic Charities, uh, we use um, Microsoft Teams, uh, which is a software that a lot of people have become familiar with. Um, a lot of places are also using things like Zoom. Uh, you know, the, the technology is all the same. It's just basically who you choose to get the software from. Sure. Um, you know, what it is, is uh, we, uh, we send out a link uh, to the session. Um, you know, we usually send ours out the day before. Um, and then when you uh, when it's your time uh, to come to the session, you just uh, click uh, click on the link. Some have you log in, um, you know, and then you just use the the webcam on your uh, computer. Um, you can use your phone, you can use your tablet, you know, basically um, any technology that has a camera in it, which I think is pretty much um, most of the technology that everybody has mm-hmm. nowadays. You know, yeah. pretty much everybody has a smartphone <laughs> or, or a computer or, or access to that. Um, and then you just use the microphone on there and you just chat like you would being in the office, um, just that you guys are in different locations. Well, and I have to ask another logistical question. Mm-hmm. Do, does health insurance, are they still covering it? You know, that's, um, that's kind of a good question. We're trying to, to feel that, uh, field that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now that things are kind of returning back to normal, so to speak, um, a lot of those protocols are being dropped. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, it could very much be a possibility that insurance companies may not offer uh, coverage for those services anymore. Um, you know, so to all the people who are listening out there, um, I encourage you guys uh, to contact contact your insurance companies, contact state legislatures, um, and really advocate uh, for the continued use and coverage of telehealth services because, you know, it's there's definitely a need out there, um, and we want to make sure that um, if that, like I said, you know, if that's the only option for somebody, we want to make sure that they can utilize that mm-hmm. service. Absolutely. Well, we're talking with Julie Vanderveck today from the Catholic Charities in North Dakota, and we're going to take a quick break, Julie, and when we come back, we'll, ha- we'll discuss more about this telehealth. We'll be back more with Real Presence Live right after this. 
Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Come to Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich on Saturday, May 22nd, and experience the treasures of the church. Over 150 sacred relics of the saints will be available for prayer and veneration. Father Carlos Martins for the Companions of the Cross will give a teaching on the church's use of relics that is a scriptural, devotional, and leads to a renewal of the Catholic faith for many people. Saturday, May 22nd at 3.30 p.m. at Holy Cross in Ipswich. Visit holycrossipswich.org for more information. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro, and I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining me. I am having a great conversation with Julie Vanderbeck from the Catholic Charities of North Dakota. Thank you, Julie, for joining me. We've been having a great conversation about telehealth. Yeah. What it is, how it's used. So we were discussing during break a little bit about um, when the pandemic first hit. It was just like a shock wave, you know. And And I'm just thinking of, you know, if people are depressed or have anxiety, what a shock that must have been for them to all of a sudden have one of their... Um, supports, their life supports taken away from them, counseling sessions with their counselor. How important was it to get this telehealth up and going? Yeah, it absolutely was important um, and and really vital to make sure that we could be there to support people. Um, Not only the clients that we had been working with prior to the pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, this, you know, this past year has just really thrown everyone for a loop and I think really brought to, uh, brought to a head the importance of having uh, mental health services available, um, you know, just reaching out and talking to someone, um, 
you know, so we, we absolutely wanted to make sure that telehealth was available um, so that people could continue that service, um, you know, so that they would have an avenue to say, you know, hey, this is, this is really challenging for me, or I don't know how to handle this, or, um, it, you know, everybody's in my house all the time now, and I'm starting to <laughs> yes. really get irritated with everybody. What do I do? <laughs> that is so true. You know, it's like some people are super isolated, mm-hmm. you know, afraid to go out and they live alone. And then there's some of us where it's like, you're still here. Why are you here? <laughs> right, right. You know, and, and that's a really great point, Heather, too, you know, just that um, everybody has a different level of need right now. And, you know, telehealth is a great way to provide just those services uh, to people that are in need of those services. You know, like you said, maybe I I live alone and I'm, you know, immunocompromised and I'm really worried about having to go out and uh, see someone in the office. Mm-hmm. I can do this from my home and I don't have to leave. Um, and that's also a really great benefit is just the, the ease and kind of convenience that telehealth has brought for a lot of people. Um, I can sit in my car on my lunch break and have yeah. a session uh, with mm-hmm. my therapist rather than, you know, having to take some time off of work, drive across town, uh, do all those things. I can uh, make this fit into my schedule potentially a lot easier. Absolutely. Well, and I think you you touched on a really important point. I used to work at Catholic Family Services here in Sioux Falls, um, which is our counseling agency down here. Um, but we covered all of eastern South Dakota, and we had counselors in Pierre and Aberdeen and Yankton, but that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Watertown, there's Brookings, there's all these small communities around. Not only would you be driving an hour and a half to two hours to get to a counseling appointment, you would spend an hour there and then have to drive back an hour. So that's a whole half of a day just to get counseling. Right. You know, which to some people might be absolutely vital. But how have you seen some of the rural areas being helped? Yeah, you know, this um, telehealth has, has really enabled, um, you know, counselors not only here with Catholic Charities, but I would say just counselors in general, um, to be able to connect out to those areas that just don't have those services. You know, North Dakota is a a pretty rural state as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I have a a client that I'm working with um, that's out in the western part of our state that's four hours away from where I am. Um, And unfortunately, their area is very underserved uh, by mental health services. So just being able to offer uh, those appointments uh, to people that, you know, like you said, maybe have to drive an hour, two, three hours mm-hmm. uh, to get to an appointment. I don't have to do that anymore. So it's a lot more convenient. Um, and I probably would be willing to stick with it, um, you know, or continue more longer term services. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have to take the time, you know, potentially off of work, uh, mm-hmm. save money on gas, um, you know, all of those things. So telehealth has just been a, a huge benefit, um, you know, to just connect to some of those people who, you know, like I said, unfortunately just may not have access um, if we weren't able to do telehealth. Right, right. It's a wonderful thing to be able to offer. And especially in some of those areas, um, some people might not have even thought about going to counseling mm-hmm. before. So can you talk to those folks who are nervous about counseling, never have been, but are hearing this because it's for the first time they might be able to try it? Yeah. Um, you know, to, to those people who are, are hesitant or nervous or wondering about it, um, the first thing I want to say is that 
everybody feels that way um, before they mm-hmm. before they reach out to counseling. I mean, you are, you know, essentially you're, you're going into a room with a stranger to talk about um, things that could potentially be very difficult um, mm-hmm. or, you know, struggles that I'm having or something that's really challenging for you. Um, so, you know, just want to, you know, again, reassure everyone that it's, it's okay to feel nervous. Um, pretty much everybody feels nervous on that first session. Um, but it's definitely worth reaching out and worth connecting to someone. Um, it's okay to say that I'm not okay. It's okay to say that I need help with these things. Um, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you or that you're, you know, quote, crazy or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, it, you know, it's, it's amazing just the power of uh, being able to talk with someone um, who's not a friend or a family member, um, you know, someone who's an, an unbiased person, um, and just get some, you know, just a different perspective on things or just uh, help with whatever it is that you're struggling with. Um, I definitely encourage you to try it. Um, you know, of course, I'm a little biased since I'm a counselor <laughs> myself, right? It's my job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's absolutely helpful and just that, you know, there's such power knowing in that I'm not alone in how I'm feeling um, and that someone's there to listen and to help. Yeah. Well, and I think another thing that's important to realize is that just because you go once or twice or whatever, it doesn't mean you're going for the rest of your life. You can go once or twice. Absolutely. I have, um, you know, I have clients that absolutely I've seen for one or two sessions. They're doing better. Um, and then we take a break. I have clients that, you know, are, are ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it very much depends on you and what's happening in your life. Um, yes. Absolutely, therapy is not a a lifetime sentence in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) (laughs) So are you able um, at Catholic Charities to bring God into the counseling sessions? We absolutely can. If that is something that is helpful for you, um, if, you know, prayer is helpful for you, if that's a coping skill for you, um, Mm -hmm. if that's something you want to talk about, you know, this, um, I always tell my clients that this is your time to talk about what's important to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And if your faith, if your religion is something that's very important to you, absolutely we can, we can find a way to work that into our sessions. Perfect. So for those that are just tuning in, we're talking with Julie Vanderbeck from um, Catholic Charities in North Dakota. We're talking about telehealth. It's a virtual way of going to a counseling appointment on Zoom or uh, Google Meet or whatever platform your counseling agency might use. And we're just talking about um, North Dakota and kind of what Catholic Charities is offering. So uh, for those that aren't really tech savvy, this is going to be my mother. Um, (laughs) Sorry, mom. Uh, How hard is it to connect and to get, because I think that would be a really drawback for a lot of people. The first thing they hear is Zoom and they're like, nope. Not doing it. <laughs> yes, and you know um, that is a limitation of telehealth, right? Is that you do you know need to have a, a little bit of knowledge of how to use um, you know some of these things. But honestly, it's a lot easier than you think it would be. It really is. It really is. Um, you know, like I said, the how we do it here is we um, we send you out a link to uh, your email. Um, I believe it says you know click here to join the meeting, mm-hmm. um, and that's literally all you have to do is just yeah. click there. Um, you know, some some platforms, you know, may require that you download some software. Um, if you're doing it on your phone, I know most of them have an app. I have the Zoom app on my phone that I use for meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, so it's it's definitely not as hard as you think it is. Um, but you know, technology can 
there's always just challenges that come with technology, right? You know, yeah, maybe right. um, maybe your internet isn't working that day, or my Wi-Fi signal isn't very strong, or you know, there's a problem sure. with the microphone. Um, but it's they're usually pretty easy to troubleshoot. Yeah. Yeah. And usually you can be walked through it pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for those that are interested, uh, where can they go to learn more about telehealth and Catholic charities? Yeah. Um, So uh, for those in North Dakota wanting to get set up with Catholic charities, um, they can either give us a call. Um, The Fargo number is 701-235-4457, or they can visit our website, which is www.catholiccharitiesnd.org, O-R-G. Perfect. And then one other thing I have to bring up before I forget. Yeah. Um, confidentiality. Yes. Yep. Um, we uh, Telehealth is no different than being um, in our office. Um, we very much abide by rules of confidentiality. Um, our uh, software, there we go, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> um, our software that we use is all HIPAA compliant, um, so okay. it does follow all the health privacy um, rules and regulations. Um, yeah, confidentiality uh, via telehealth really is no different um, than being right. in our office. Perfect. Wonderful. Julie, any last thoughts before we have to go? Yeah, you know, um, again, if, if you are someone who's uh, maybe thought about counseling or just not sure um, if this is something that um, I should do, I definitely encourage uh, everyone to reach out. Um, we all Uh, need all the help that we can get these days. And there are um, people who are willing to provide that help for you guys. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Julie, again. Uh, Can you give out the website one more time? Yes, absolutely. Uh, www.catholiccharitiesnd.org, O-R-G. Wonderful. Well, thank you for the great work you do, Julie. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me on. Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye. Okay, so that was Julie Vanderveck from the Catholic Charities of North Dakota talking about telehealth and how you can go to counseling online these days um, if you're unable to make it into the office or in your if you're in a rural area and you want to get some counseling done, you can do that. Most places are offering it now. It's called telehealth. So uh, check it out if you're interested. Uh, you're listening to Real Presence Radio. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking golf. I guess the weather is nice enough for golfing. So I'm pretty excited about that. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 